Hello, my friends and family, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. Everybody's favorite four-time-a-week solo podcast hosted by me. I'm not saying it's anywhere near being the best podcast in the world. That, of course, would be... um, They're all the same. It's all just someone talking, hoping for the best. But I hope I bring my own particular flavor to the proceedings. I'm live streaming this one. Why the heck not? Check it out. I'm on YouTube. Nick Flanagan. That's my username. It's, uh, some comedy is up there too. How would you feel if I posted some audio clips of me doing comedy at the end of shows? Uh, at the end of some Nick Flanagan weeklies? Hopefully we'll have some bed music, not bed music, but like interstitial music and get the whole thing feeling a little more pro in the coming weeks. But right now, this is Nick Flanagan Weekly. This is what you're listening to. Me, one Yeti microphone, a pop screen, and a live stream. My name is Nick. I uh, This week I've really been a hell of a freelance journalist. Who the hell knew? I wrote like three pieces for Now Magazine this between Thursday and t- this morning. Um, so yeah, that's that's been my hat that I've worn this week, was thinking about music and listening to music. And my critical faculties really melted off uh, in the last few years. Like I, I'm, I'm much less rejecting of music and art. I just kind of accept most of it for better or worse. But, you know, that being said, I am still critical. So that's sexy, right? I saw Aqua last night. They were good. The band Prozac was one of the openers. They were, uh, I don't know. Let's just say it's not my thing. Do you have good memories of Prozac? Please email weeklypodcast, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. With comments or questions, I actually got some questions in the uh, in an email today, and I wasn't able to deeply peruse it. But um, I'm going to answer those probably tomorrow. And yeah, this is a Sunday, and I'm doing a podcast. It's still four in this week, so I am pulling it off, but just barely. It's hard to commit to this, you know. But I'm really going to try to give you four in a week, and. Uh, Hopefully you bear with me. I had a garage sale yesterday along with my mother and sister. We sold some of our items. And uh, that felt good. I sold some stuff, man. I sold a PlayStation 1 to a kid. And I sold him Gran Turismo 2. And Abe World's Odyssey 2, I think. Abe's Odyssey. Oddworld 2, Abe's Odyssey. I'm never going to play any of those games again. Although, I guess it would have been nice to have a racing game. I'm sure I could get a cheap, awesome racing game for my PS2. Or even my PS4. Um, yeah. So, can you hear me alright? Let me know if you can. Um, the audio sounds fine in mine. So I'm just hoping it remains fine. Um. 
garage sale was good. I saw a few friends. Um, sold a copy of the Max number one to that same kid who I sold the PlayStation to. I just know the feeling of going to a garage sale and being like, "Lucky me, I'm getting some cool stuff." And I hope that our little garage sale could uh, have given that feeling to somebody, like they were getting one over on us. Because doesn't it feel right to get one over on somebody? But in what you don't know when you're getting something over is that it's you're actually, someone wanted you to have that thing and just didn't come out and say it. It's a nice feeling. It's a nice, balmy autumn day today. Beautiful day outside, exactly what I wanted. I love this summer, but oh, this fall stuff, I'm all about it. So yeah, that's quite nice. I'm going to wear my trench coat today when I go out going out in a few hours R.I.P. Mac Miller how about that Mac Miller stuff not great news can't say that I was a massive follower of the man the young man but when Earl Sweatshirts I think even before his uh, album came out um, Doris I I heard a song with Mac Miller and I was like, you know, Mac Miller's they slowed down his voice and I, I it made me appreciate his flow. And I appreciated the rappers that he showed respect to and I realized he really was talented. And uh you know, for whatever reason he 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 died. There's a lot of problems out there in the world today. I don't really have much else to say. He seemed like so many people out there. He seemed like a totally fine person just trying to make a go of things and maybe self-medicating. And all, you know, all of this is maybe a reason why we shouldn't... (laughs) Why we shouldn't worry so much about doctors medicating us. Because really if it's having the same effect, chilling us out, calming us down... And one of them increases our chances of possibly dying. Take that prescription, baby. At the worst, we're going to sue those doctors. You can't sue your drug dealer. I have no idea how I stand on this, but I'm throwing that idea out there. Get on prescription pills, baby. Good God, that's not a good message. But I'm going to keep it in because... This is a rambling, jazzy autumn podcast, and I say what I want, when I want, with no repercussions. This is a judgment-free zone. But honestly, if you're going to do these drugs, tell your friends you're about to do them, or do them when your friends are around and have them check in on you, because it's really just an unsafe world out there. God, what a bummer. This is to talk about, but it's real. And I saw Aqua last night and they made me happy. So I have space to talk about the sad because I was made happy. And there's a duality that must occur. I want to talk about rap today. I don't really know what there is to get at. Like, Kanye had a lot of things going on. He was in the news. He has a new song. What's the name of that new song? Let me just look it up. The video is amazing. 
It's uh, directed by Spike Jones. It's so crazy. He's in this giant outfit and... Um, uh, I love it. That's the song. Yeah. Um, him and Lil Pump, one of the new rappers. The newest guy for everyone to say. He's garbage. <laughs> him and Lil Pump in these giant blocky outfits walking forward. Very 90s, give me some more Busta Rhymes, Red Man video type of feel. Um, is the song good? I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell anymore with Kanye. I've completely lost the ability to know where where the mania begins and where the high quality work ends or if they're just interconnected. But I I, I think that's cool. I do. I mean I'm sorry. I know he's so frustrating, but I'm fine with Kanye. I you know almost no matter what. Because I like that he just keeps putting stuff out. He really just keeps going and he's intentionally challenging and it's just it's just a fun aspect of, of pop culture right now. My friend wrote me and he was like, I can't wait to talk about to, you know the worldwide global hip hop music scene when I because I tweeted out I was going to talk about rap and um, I'd honestly really love to talk more about all that stuff because I've heard a lot of South African rap. Um, my friend Nick turned me on to the South African rap and it was so good it was honestly like a melodic amazing improved version of a lot of American rap in my opinion Um, I don't remember a lot of the artists names but I just remember really loving it and so if you have rappers especially maybe from Africa or even France or something to recommend I'd love to hear them um, he said he thought it was the most exciting thing right now, musically one of them, was the, the global hip-hop scene. And I do believe it. Um, you, you know, the experience that created hip-hop music is certainly not isolated to America. And in fact, it's possible it could be really improved upon or made fascinating um, with the injection of stuff from other cultures. I mean, we know that's true because that's just been happening since long ago in hip-hop because even the great producers of, of the 80s and 90s, their backgrounds led to using music from other countries. Anyway, so I want to hear all that stuff. There's a guy named Lil Barrett who's from Toronto. He's from Regent Park, an area in Toronto. Um, it's sort of has some low-income housing or co-op housing, whatever you want to call it. Not co-op housing, but it was a housing project. A housing project. It was a horse. It was a horseplay pod project. Regent Park was like uh, a sort of a government housing initiative started in the 1960s that was very um, optimistic in its ambitions and it's had ups and downs. Um, it feels like it's on an upswing. You know, it's a it, the the area is. Nice. I was dog sitting in that area not too long ago. These two cuties, and uh, I love the feel of being there. I love that area of town. If you're ever visiting Toronto, go to like Cabbage Town. It's like a totally different flava. Flava. That's how you pronounce it. Flava. You don't say flava, but I say flava. So yeah, Lil Barrette is from um, 
Regent Park, and he has uh, something called the Icebreaker mixtape, and I was listening to that. It was really interesting, and it, it's a period of time where I think that the the amount of African immigrants in Toronto and the Caribbean uh, sound have kind of really come together to create this really interesting, very melodic sound, and and I think he's got a lot of potential, Lil Barrett. He's 17. His mother's from Guinea in Africa, and I guess he takes some influence from her music. So yeah, I really want to hear more stuff like that, and if you know of it, I'm I'm really intrigued. Um, Also, if anyone's ever heard Sparkmaster tape, I was pretty into that. I like that sort of Space Ghost perp... um, Sparkmaster tape, kind of an extension of what MF Doom was doing, this sort of a mystery element, you know, you pitch shift your stuff. Captain Murphy's a bit like that, too. I think that was an interesting turn in, in rap. Um, yeah, and um, Kanye also apologized to Drake. That was something Kanye did since I last checked in with you guys he did this weird series of tweets right before putting out that video of course and uh basically apologized to drake and said look man i didn't tell him you i didn't tell Pusha t that you had a son i shouldn't have gotten involved i think you're cool i was in my manias when i was tweeting up a storm during that entire period and i really hope we can be cool i thought it was cool too it's like Sometimes, you know, people get mad when someone does the bare minimum and is applauded for it, but if you are stumbling through life and you pull off the bare minimum to me, thumbs up. Now, the question becomes, is Kanye stand, uh, stumbling through life? This is a guy who's had tons and tons of success and is in a rarefied place. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes raw talent will take you and drive will take you to the top in spite of having some serious flaws. Sometimes you do have that ability to do self-control, have self-control, and you let it go. And then you're kind of responsible for it. But yeah, it's good he apologized to Drake. And then Drake... The other day brings out Meek Mill, his former beef partner. Partner in beef. Former boyfriend of Nicki Minaj. To say the beef was squashed. The other night on stage. Which I think was cool. I mean, Drake, it's like... He's so... He's he's almost like the Fortnite of rap, you know? He has seasons. And now Drake is in this cinematic apology it's all love to her after putting out his like I'm horny and isolated album Scorpion oh and Nas had something else too Nas had this thing where he went on Instagram and did a super long series of posts about Kellis, because I suppose his ex-wife Kellis, who you may know from the song Milk Shock Milk Shock? The Milk Chakra? 
Kellis, you know, said that he hit her in one interview, and I guess he, he she did another interview with Essence. And in order to sort of basically get the get get the word out as fast as possible, he did like a six or seven in, long Instagram post where he just wrote on Instagram about the roadblocks that he'd sort of felt like he had had with her saying that he was not abusive and basically refuting her claims and saying she was a bad person and he kept saying how is our kid gonna feel I feel bad for our little man and it's like well I feel bad for him too because he's seeing this too but you know but I have to tell you I read this Nas thing and it felt to me like it rang true because it was so long and it felt very heartfelt. And frankly, I'm biased towards Nas. I'm pro Nas. He's one of the people who, for whatever reason, his effect on me feels large. So I'm angled to favor Nas. I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying that's what it's brought out. I also think if he was being contacted by Essence Magazine before the printing of it, they were trying to give him the chance to rebut, which makes me think that maybe they were unsure about the validity of the claim. Yeah. But that being said, you know, I'm dubious. And it certainly cast a pall over his last album when I listened to it, was the idea that he was this, like, abuser. And I'm not saying that goes away. Also, the album, to me, felt very distracted, which, in fact, was what the main thing I drew out of li- out of reading that thing was like, oh, my God, this guy is distracted by a lengthy sort of tug of war with his ex-wife o- over their child. And that's why his album sounds like he's reading the goddamn phone book. But hopefully his next one doesn't. Okay. Okay, are we good? Still selling books, CDs, all kinds of stuff if you're interested. (laughs) If you live in Toronto and you want to buy some of my stuff, let me know. Um, And if you want to support me, the way to do it right now is go on my Bandcamp, download my album Wiped Privilege. It's pay what you can, just buy it for whatever you'd like. Uh, that's a great way to directly support me. And Bitten, a tragedy, which I mentioned here, it hit their uh, 80% goal of funding. So congratulations and thank you if any of you donated. I can't wait to see what they're going to do. So that's me. I just want to talk about rap for a while. And thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being yourself. Write me at weeklypodcast, W-E-A-K-L-Y, podcast at gmail.com. Nick Flan Weekly on Twitter. Nick Flanagan Weekly on Instagram. And I'm the Flans on that. And I'm also just the Flans here. Call me the Flans. Call me the Breeze. Call me the man who's shaved and whose neck is bleeding. But whatever you do, don't call me before 9 a.m. in the morning. Okay, take care.